Good evening, Freilich Hanike. Welcome back to our weekly question and answer series for Anash.org. A question which we received before Shabbos, and I answered it in private because it's Nagaya for Shabbos. Can I put jewelry on the tray where the manure is placed in order to carry it on Shabbos? And the answer to this question is yes. You could put jewelry or even a challah or a safer on the tray or on the chair or on the on the stand where you put the menorah. Then you are able to move it on Shabbos because since when we put something which is more important, more choshev, more worth than the the chankelich, the menorah. So therefore, it becomes a bosses, a holder for something which is not permitted to carry and something which is permitted to carry, which is called nalocha bosses ladover usevamiter. So then you can move it. Now a chala and a sefer, although it might not be worth as the manoira, but since it's a chala for the suda shabbos, the Alter Rebbe has a chshivas like the dover osur like the thing which is not permitted to move. And the same with a safer, since it's a holy safer, has a chashivas, and therefore it makes it for a boss, it's the dover us of amitta, that means a thing which carries, things which you can carry and which you cannot carry, and a thing which is made for both, you could carry on Shabbos, in order that children shouldn't be able to uh, turn over the Hanukkah Manoira. I'm just mentioning it, although it's not Nagay this year anymore, but it's always good to know even on the Shabbos table, once if you need to move the tray for some any reason, if you put on top of it a gold watch or a challah or something else, then you are be able to move the 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 candles from the table. Next question: Can I light the menorah with propane with a bracha? Um, this is for a question from Achmar House, which makes uh, outdoor manure lighting, public manure lighting, and wants to use propane gas for the Hanukkah licht to light the manure, and the answer is no, you cannot use it with propane, because Hanukkah has to be from oil. You cannot have propane, and you cannot have electric. You can have it, but you cannot make a brach on it. So uh, you'll have to switch to uh, oil, etc., or candles. Question. Um, can I light the menorah with oil that was under the bed? The answer is yes. As I mentioned previous shirim, food which was under the bed, the poets can say that it's only like a you shouldn't put food under the bed. But by the effort, if you put stuff, food under the bed, it does not get osser. There is an Indian to be machbar, some people. Tzadikim used to be machbar, but strictly halacha, it is mutter to eat. Therefore, the Chroinim, the Poiskim, writes that oil which was under the bed, since strictly halacha, you could eat it. So therefore, it's, it does not go into the gather of not to use for a mitzvah, thing, something which is not edible which is not uh, appropriate. Since it is edible, 
so therefore you could also use it for lighting the manoira like a question can we light the manoira in our shul after plaga mincha and after we leave to extinguish it so when the people will leave it shouldn't burn anymore even though it won't burn a half an hour after tzayis so basically they want to put, put uh, light the manoira and down there mincha and right after mairev to extinguish it and basically you wouldn't have won't burn for half an hour after mairev and the answer is um, there are some poiskum which say no it has to stay half an hour but there are other poiskum which say that you could um, it doesn't have to burn once the people go away the child ships malama the hoyel and other poets can write that since the whole Indian uh, lighting in a shul is persimanissa for the people who come daven, and since the people leave daven, once they leave davening, it doesn't have to burn and you can extinguish it. So therefore, you could rely on the poets can which say that it doesn't have to burn half an hour if there's a problem of leaving it burn out, let's say it's a, a, a problem, you're afraid of a fire or something else. So yes, you could rely on that poiskem that it doesn't have to uh, be half an hour. Now, if you could do, it should be half an hour after taste. Yes, you should use it. You should you should leave it. The Moshe finds Moshe holds that has to be after even people even if people leave, you should still leave it burn. But if it's a problem for safety, you could rely on the other poiskem which say that you could um, extinguish the the menorah and you don't have to leave it burn once people leave davening question Rabbi Oberlander said last Sunday that it is okay if the minion is a regular minion outdoors they could light the manoira what is the different from this than the public lighting of the manoira um, the question is basically why did I say that uh, a minion, outer minion, could light the menorah because it is considered a shul because they daven over there steady menchamayrev and if they don't daven steady menchamayrev why can't they just light the menorah as if it's an outer minion uh, as if it's a, a public lighting the answer to this question is like this first of all there are some poiskim which do not allow the public lighting. So basically, um, even the poiskim which do not allow the public lighting, which is basically a minority, but there are some poiskim which do not allow public lighting. So therefore, I said, even they will agree that in the outdoor mini you could light because that's called a shul. And a shul, everybody's maskim that you could light because that's the tikkun of chazal that you should light in the shul. So even that poiskem will agree that you could light in the minion outdoors because it is uh, now considered a shul. But second, in a public lighting, one of the reasons why the poiskem agree that you could light outdoors is because there will be a lot of people who won't light the menorah at all. So therefore, it is an Indian to light the public menorah versus 
in a shul menorah, all the people who come to shul will light the menorah, or had light, lit the menorah, or will light the menorah. So basically, um, I would say that if it's not considered a shul, you cannot um, light. A public lighting, you will have people who won't light. So therefore, it is more permissible because it is for the people who won't light Bechlal at all. But the shul, which everybody will light the Manoira, if it wouldn't be considered a shul, not necessarily that the poiskam, which allow public lighting, will allow to light in, in, in such a um, situation. So therefore, I said that since it is considered the shul because you daven over there regularly, so therefore, L'chala dies, you could light in an outdoor minyan, the menorah, if you daven there regularly in Okay, so let's get to other questions, which is not Hanukkah related. Um, from what age till what age is a boy or a girl a shoimer, a protector for Isayichet? Uh, the answer to this question is like this. A girl from five years old till nine years old will be a shoimer for Yichet. That means if you have a man and a woman which are not permitted to be together in a house in a room because of Yichet, if there is a girl from five years old till nine years old, she will be a shoimer at least during the day, that it won't be a problem of Yichet for the adults. When it comes to a boy, the poets can say it's from six years old, but it doesn't stop at nine. Because although till nine he's the gader of Aina Moisar Asma Labia, but even though if it's um, 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 above nine, at least it's considered a man, adult. And two men, two men with one woman is also not yichet. So basically, the Nikidus Advarim is that the Nikidus Advarim is that um, a girl from five till nine will be a shoimer and a boy from six all the way up. Now you could rely on some person which say even a boy is a shoimer by the age of five and up. So uh, even a boy you could rely on that poiskim that from five. So basically a boy from five and up and a girl from five till nine. Question. Can an opshernish or some sort of haircutting ceremony for a boy be done before he turns three? The answer is the Rebbe writes in Kitasichis Chaylig Lamad Bais, page 246, that you should not um, cut a child's hair before he turns three years old. And this is also in the Shalchir Sarikzavoisam. He writes also that you shouldn't cut, even a day before three years old, you shouldn't cut the hair of a child. And he says, he brings the Posik that says, Legaba Orla on fruits, Sholosh Shonamia Arailim, 
three years it should be oral. That means you cannot eat fruits the first three years when you plant a tree. So he says, the same will go also to cutting hair of a child. The first three years you do not cut hair and therefore you shouldn't cut it even one day before three. Push it off a little bit. The Rebbe writes, it's not a problem if there is a reason. But to uh, make it before three years old, no, you don't make any upsharenish before three years old. Question. Why are people lately giving to Abinadabend only four coins when the Torah says to give five chamishis loan? It's a very good question. And the answer is like this. When the Torah says you should give Hamish Sluam, five Sluam for a Pindaraben, does not mean that you have to give five pieces, five coins. It is an amount which will come out to um, the value, the weight of five Sluam of silver, which goes by grams. That means five Sluam of silver according to the highest shear will be 101 grams of silver now when you give for the coin even let's say a kiddish cup or a candelabra whatever it should be which weighs has in it 101 grams of silver you could use it for a pindaraben it doesn't have to be physical five pieces so once upon a time Till it came out the new American Eagle coins from 1986, the coin used to have only 90% of silver. So if you had 90% of silver and it was a, tro a, a troy ounce, which a troy ounce is about 91 grams of silver, so you had to have five coins in order to have this amount of 101 gram. So therefore, they used to give five coins. Some years, let's say from 1971 to 1978, you had to give about nine coins because it had only 40% of silver. But most of the year, the old coins had 90% of silver. So therefore, if you gave five coins, you had the amount of 101 grams of silver. From 1986, the United States government, the mint, minted coins, which is called American Eagle. And that's one um, um, Troy on silver which has 99.99% of silver so if you have four coins you have way more than 101 because if each Troy ounce is 31 grams times four so you have over 120 grams of silver so therefore it is enough to give four coins rather than five coins now if they will start minting a new coin which will be bigger and each coin will have let's say 50 50 grams of silver so you'll you'll 50 so basically you could give only two coins it doesn't have to do with the physical how many coins it is it has to be how much silver real silver there is in the coin therefore today's day which basically there is much more silver in a coin you don't need to give five coins you can need you could give four coins and if a coin tells for a person to give, even from the new coins, um, five coins, you should know it might be a problem of Geisel. Because if he doesn't need to give, and a person, if he knows, if I would have known that he doesn't need to give more than four, 
So you're fooling him. So basically, the American coins, which is from 1986, which is called American Eagle, it is enough to give four coins. Even three and a half, if you have a half a coin, which is real silver, it's probably three and a half will also fit. But it's not uh, that easy. Four coins, it is easy to buy, and therefore they give four coins. Question. Can one wash Negelwasser and wash for a moitzi in a sink full of dirty dishes? This question you have to divide between Negelwasser, Maimachroinam, and water, Netelisadaim, for Hamoitzi. So let's first start with Negelwasser and Maimachroinam. In Shechanorach, Siman Dalat Sivches, the Shechanorach writes that you should not um, wash your hands of Netelisadaim in the morning on the floor only into a keili, into a vessel. The Makarovit is in Zohar HaKudosh. And the Zohar writes that the reason is because if it's on the floor and people will walk on the water, it's very dangerous for the person. Because it is dangerous to walk on the water which a person washed his hands in the morning because there's a riachru on your hands and when you wash your hands it goes on the water and if it spills on the floor it is dangerous and this also brings in the poiskim the kafachayim and other poiskim bring it down the mishnabriya adds on that also that you shouldn't wash your hands on kismen it means tiny pieces of wood also because riachru there's a riachru a bad riach on, 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 on the water so automatically if you're going to walk on it, it's going to be dangerous. And we see a lot of tzaddikim, achsidim, was very, very backward not to wash their hands, or ma'amachroinam, and regular kalem, which is basically normal kalem. Some poets can write, it should be a broken keli. It shouldn't be a regular keli because of riachru. And the Sefer Amide Kesef for the Mechaber of the Mesger Sashelchen writes, brings down from Moshe Peshavarskar, is one of the Tamida of the Magid, which he writes that person has to be very, very careful not to, um, that he shouldn't um, step or uh, eat or drink any water which has to do with Maimachroinam or washing hands in the morning because most of the illnesses which there is today's day is because they are using a vessel which they use for and they use it for to eat and to drink and even if a person washes it off it is not kedai you should use it so therefore we see already that the poison came up very very machmer that you shouldn't use a keli, which um, which you, you poured negelwasser or mamachroinem in it, because it is uh, dangerous. Mitzat riechru, and it says also in Imre Pinchas, Shem the Repechis Koratzer, and in Shulchan Atur that you shouldn't use a keli which you used for negelwasser or for mamachroinem. Anything has to do with eating or drinking. And Shem Raminim writes even in the Sefer 
that even washing will not help. So basically, although some poets can say that it is, if you wash it, it is fine, still, since we see over here that some say that you shouldn't use it even if you wash it, so therefore, people are very makpat not to use, wash their hands, neglwasser, in a sink which has any kalem vessels which you are going to use for eating and drinking. That's about mamachroinam or neglwasser in the morning. But when it comes to netilas daim for um, for hamoitzi, we don't find this chimra. So although people are makbad on it, and if people are makbad, you know. You never make fun of anything which people are makbad. Maybe there is some kind of makor. I did not find yet from the tillis dime of, of, of uh, for bread, but at least for neglwasser and mamachroinem, yes, you should be makbad not to use it, not to wash your hands in a sink which has uh, kalem, even if you're going to wash it afterwards. Okay, you're going to stop here. And Please join us next week to the next week's year and send in your questions to inbox at anash.org. Good night, a freilich and have a wonderful week.